the Hot and Unbothered podcast. I'm your host, Jillian, and in a world of dating advice and apps, this is the show where we talk about the opposite of all of that. Every week, I'll be dishing my best advice for how to grow into the hottest and best version of yourself while becoming unbothered by the dating scene. If you're ready to fall in love with your life, you're in the right place. It's time to grow and glow together. Guys, something exciting is happening today. We have our first ever guest on the Hot and Unbothered podcast. So I am so excited to just get right into this podcast. Our guest is Rachel. She is the founder of Bowie Bar. And in this episode, we go through our own experiences with dating detoxes. She talks about starting a company and how that all kind of plays back into like the unbothered mindset so i don't want to delay let's just get right into it okay we're gonna get into our first interview with rachel who is the founder of bowie bar um it is a vegan bar to support women's cycles and rachel i just want to get into first off um just how we met which was through instagram uh, you hopped on one of my lives one day, and then we just kind of hit it off from there, had two phone calls, and now we're here. So um, I want you to tell your like journey with your health story, um, what led you to create uh, this bar company, and you know everything specifically re- related to hormone health. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you like my elevator pitch. So I'm from Southern California. Um, I went to school in Boston specifically. I went to Boston University, majored in business, and um, minored in philosophy. So being an entrepreneur was always kind of in the back of my mind. I come from like an entrepreneurial family. Um, So I've always wanted to start my own business. Um, I've never really been good at like listening to people. Like I've always, like if I had an idea, like I just wanted to do it, even if it seemed kind of like crazy or something like that so I've like cycled through like many iterations of like what I wanted to do and then um I specifically like kind of majored in marketing and I thought I wanted to go into entertainment um interned in that and then I got a job in advertising and I think that was like a really beneficial experience because I realized I don't really want to go down that path and then I had been saving money for a while now um and that could, like, we could talk about that later in the episode because I think that's, like, really important in being the whole, like, hot, unbothered girl. Like, having your finances, just, like, being well with your body and stuff like that. Being well, like, in all areas, including, like, financial health. So I saved my money and then I started Bowie Bar. And it was originally going to be for, like, just vegans, like, introducing yourself to, like, more vegan foods. But then as I thought about it more and more, I realized, like, hormones were such a big part of my life. Um, so that's why I kind of pivoted and then made it more about like hormones and my whole journey with that. Cause there's a whole like way you can eat for your hormones and work out for your hormones. Um, but I didn't know any of this stuff, like being 13 and just being put on like birth control, um, for acne and like my period. I didn't know that, um, I didn't really know anything about my cycle. So my mission is to like share that with other women and like, help them um learn more about their bodies and stuff like that so that's kind of in short my elevator pitch 
I love that and I know that like so many people can relate to that because personally I can relate to it I feel like hormone health has been such a big part of my journey too because like you like I was put on a birth control when I was 17 and it completely like wrecked me um and since then I've had to like figure it out figure out like my health journey and how to you know get out of the different struggles I faced because I was put on that birth control and the different things like anxiety and weight gain and panic attacks that would come out of those things so um yeah I mean the connection between the body and the mind like I feel like specifically with Bowie Bar and your book, which is amazing. Um, I love your book. Like I actually, I didn't tell you this earlier, but I am actually starting to like really strictly follow your book because I am in like, like right now I'm about to start my period. So I had a blueberry smoothie today. I've been trying to incorporate kale. (laughs) So there's like... Guys, there are, like, so many tips in Rachel's book. So if you need to, like, figure out how to balance your hormones, there's things about, you know, your diet. There's things about exercise, mindset. So it's a great read. Um, Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, like, I'm also a big believer in food freedom. So, like, everything in my book, um, I, like, equate it to eating, like, seasonally like obviously everyone encourages you to eat seasonally and just like there's four seasons um there's also like four seasons to your cycle so I think like it's important just to like incorporate these foods like as you see fit like obviously never restrict yourself because I know like so many programs that like didn't work for me was like you could only eat this food and you can't eat any other food so I'm a big believer in like eat what um you think is right for you and eat the portions that you think are right for you because I'm a big um believer on intuitive eating but I think that it's kind of hard because you can't intuitively eat if your hormones are out of balance like when I was personally on the hormonal birth control I couldn't stop eating and I was tired all the time so I felt like I needed more energy so it's really hard when people are telling you to intuitively eat and you're like well my intuition is telling me that I'm never full and I'm always hungry so I just think a big part is just like kind of listening to your body and it's like not okay to not feel normal even though like doctors have told me in the past like oh that's completely normal like you're supposed to like have a really bad period or and stuff like that's not like normal so I'm just a big advocate like in all areas of your life to like always advocate on yourself and that's like something I'm still working on and like maybe you can relate to that like with friends or relationships or even with yourself like sticking up for yourself yeah spot on like why do we normalize feeling bad Like, doctors are always like, yeah, it's normal to have, like, these painful things that happen or, Mm -hmm. you know, but why do we normalize feeling bad? Like, you're allowed to feel good in every aspect of your life. And I think that's, like, what you're really trying to do. And also with this podcast, like, what I'm trying to do, like, with people's mindset. And you're trying to do that with people's bodies and their hormone health. Yeah. I think it's really important to, like, you – like take stock in your friendships your relationships like your family your health like is this like normal because there's obviously like you're not gonna feel like amazing a hundred percent of the time but if there's something that keeps coming up I think that should be like taken into consideration and you should like really look at that and like focus and think like how can I fix this definitely um, yeah definitely I 
took note of that when, and I, maybe we'll get into this later, but, like, with dating, like, for me, per, and everything's, everyone's gonna, like, look at things differently and take different things into consideration, but for me personally, like, I had tried, like, online dating for so long, and I'm like, why isn't this working, and I just became, like, more and more obsessed, and I'm like, you know what, maybe online dating just, like, isn't for me, and I kind of just, like, took a break for, like, many years, and, um, it wasn't for me. So if something like isn't working for you, like don't keep trying. It's like kind of like putting a square like puzzle piece in like a round hole. Like why are you just like forcing it to work? Like even with diet too, like if something's like not making you feel good and you just keep on trying to do it, like just stop trying. I believe like don't try and force yourself to do anything. Yeah. That's like philosophy. I think it's like recognizing, you know, what is happening in the moment and then acknowledging that and saying, okay, where can I shift? Where can I change? Like, I know I've done that even with small things like my morning routine and it's made all the difference. You know, I'm like, okay, it doesn't work for me to, I don't know, for example, like look at my phone the minute I wake up. It's um, a pretty easy one, but like. That's something I'm really working on. Like I need to not go on my phone in the morning, but I always like, it's just the first thing I grab and like, maybe I can like put it in a different room or something because it's just and then I go on it for a really long time so that's like one habit I'm actually trying to get rid of yeah and I think we're all like constantly working on those habits that we think can be improved and you know that's Mm -hmm. what like healing and being healthy is about sometimes it's about constantly realizing like you have more to work on and that's okay like I don't know about you, but I feel like I've become, like, almost obsessed with the process of, like, realizing, okay, like, I have this flaw, and now I get to work on it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, like, important to, like, take note of your flaws. Like, obviously, don't, like, go in on them, like, too hard, and it's important to focus, like, on your strengths, too. Um, But, yeah, I think definitely, like... It's also hard because I'm, like, going through that right now, especially, like, with my phone and stuff like that. I'm trying, like, it's really hard to, like, break bad habits. And it's kind of, like, scary to, like, come to face with them and be, like, okay, like, this needs to change. But, like, the minute that you do it, like, it's the same thing. Like, you become obsessed with it. And, like, it actually makes you, like, a lot healthier of a person. Definitely. So I want to, like, loop back to um, Bowie Bar and really like how you got started with that because I know you went vegan and you had like an incredible weight loss right how many pounds yeah. did you um did you lose I've lost 40 pounds so far and obviously weight loss is not part of like everyone's journey but for the hormonal imbalance I have which is polycystic ovarian syndrome um there's been a lot of studies done where weight loss actually helps and like I was vegan and then I was on hormonal birth control and I lost weight and I was actually on another medication, like a stimulant. I was on Adderall, so that was also helping me too. But then I developed like an eye tick where I couldn't stop blinking, so I had to go off the Adderall, and then I gained like all the way back because I was so tired all the time. So then I went off of hormonal birth control. I went off everything, and then the weight, like along with working out and eating healthy, then it came off. Um, so now I'm not on any medication, and I'm obviously a big advocate like if you need a medication then that's important that's your journey but I think what people don't realize is and this is just my opinion and it's kind of controversial but I think if you need to exhaust every single lifestyle like adjustment you can make 
And then if those don't work 100%, like, go on medication. But I think I was – and I think it's different in Europe. Like, there's a lot, like, stricter, like, regulations when it comes to medications, which I kind of like. But I think that, like, we're so quick to just put a medication on everything. And I've been, like, kind of a victim of that. Just, like, put on, like, various medications. And um, I just think it's important to also adjust your lifestyle if you're going to go on medication. Like, also work out, eat healthy – and all that stuff too, like make sure your lifestyle's right and that kind of like goes into like also being unbothered and that whole mindset. Um, just like about your lifestyle and stuff like that. Yeah, and you I I saw your TikTok about it. You actually reversed your PCOS, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was funny because I was on the phone with my endocrinologist and when I got my diagnosis, it was in twenty sixteen and she was like well, like maybe you just didn't ever have PCOS. And I'm like, I definitely did because I had all the symptoms and my other gynecologist said I had PCOS and those tests showed. And I'm like, is it possible that like I just reversed it? And she's like, yeah, it is possible that you like reversed it and stuff um, by losing the weight, like losing it in a healthy way. Um, So yeah, I did reverse it, which I'm like really happy and grateful for because Um, it is really empowering to like know about your cycle and it's really disempowering when it's like when you don't have like a regular period and you have all these like terrible symptoms but when you do when everything is like in good health like it really does like empower you and you know like more about your body and stuff like that so that's kind of the message I'm trying to get out there is your hormones and actually your period are really big indicator of how healthy you are like if your period's irregular if it's if you're feeling like really bad, if you're feeling bloated, if you have like, I know someone just DM'd me and they're like, I get like yeast infections, like every time I get my period, like those are bigger indicators of like your health or if like your mental health is suffering, like that could be an indicator of like certain conditions that you have with like hormones. So that's the message I want to get out there too, is that like your, your period isn't just your period, like your hormones like are a huge part of um, like health. And it's actually like men don't have that, like men don't have an indicator of like how good a health they're in but like we do which is like something that's really cool and that's why I think it's like empowering too yeah it's amazing I think when it comes to like my cycle for me like I struggled so much when I was younger even up until this past year like with like emotions and that's how it would come out for me and I swear like the minute I started switching my diet more I became like more plant-based definitely not 100% plant-based but you know being more plant-based now having like a good diet with cleaner foods in it and working out and just just like living a better like less toxic life has been like a huge switch for me when it comes to um, my hormones and feeling like happy all the time during my cycle. And I think it's just such an important message for women, like knowing that we as women do have control over some of these things. If we can, you know, switch things like our diet, our mindset, you know, the way we work out. And yeah, again, I mean, this just all goes back to your book, which is an amazing no, resource like, we like we're reminded so often like we have no control over anything and it's like you do have control over like how you feel and I think a big part of it is like higher vibrational like activities and I think we've talked about this too yes. but I was talking about it the other day 
um, with someone and I think like you have to choose, no, sorry. I was listening to your podcast and you were talking about like, I think like choosing things that, um, are healthy for you. And it just kind of reminded me of like what activities like will lead to a higher vibration and stuff like that. So for example, like eating healthy, like working out, like making those choices, like you're going to be like overall on a higher vibration. And there's like some things I'm doing right now that are not like really high vibration activities, like constantly checking my phone. And, um, I would say that's like the biggest one, but, um, yeah, I think it all just like informs each other. Like when you make like healthier choices for you, like you feel healthier when you feel healthier, you're able to like make better choices. Um, so I feel like it all just like goes hand in hand. Yeah, it, it like all intersects. It's so fascinating. I know we could like exhaust this for hours, but I do want to get into like how you started your business because I feel like there's so many people out there that would want to start a business like yours and they, they just don't know how or they're kind of scared. And I think it really goes into like the whole unbothered mindset because like I know, like we've talked about this, you get like hate on the internet sometimes you have a huge tiktok following um rachel has like sixty thousand tiktok followers which is like incredible um but she does get like some comments sometimes that you know aren't the nicest um so if you want to talk about that a little bit for sure um so i would say my biggest advice to people and what i've just noticed in business is it really does help to have a following um, because it's like if you think about it like if you don't have anyone an audience like seeing you like how are you gonna sell your product like yes you can run ads but I actually learned recently that like organic growth like drives a lot more like conversions like by products than um, advertisements so I like started and I didn't like intentionally set out really to start a business I wanted to share like easy vegan recipes on TikTok so my TikTok was originally easy vegan recipes and I built a following that way and it's so easy to like if you have a niche on talking you just make TikToks around that niche and you post a lot like something is bound to go viral like if you're posting like five times a day like for 30 days and I think there's someone on TikTok um, named It's Me Tinks she said that like if you post for 30 days and you're just posting like a lot of content something is bound to like go viral so like think about the things that like helped you so for me that was like going vegan and like sharing that like with everyone so um that's how I like built the TikTok following and then I like transferred the name from easy vegan recipes to Bowie bar just because it was like easier to convert that um following and that's like definitely what's helped me the most is just like having a following on TikTok like I think I looked at my website the other day and it was like 95% of my referrals like came from TikTok and I actually ran like some Instagram ads I think I spent like $60 and it said it would reach like 2,500 people but honestly like definitely was not as successful for me as TikTok and so that's what I'm really focused on right now and also just like coming out with more products like we have the book we have the energy bar is coming soon. I also am a certified yoga teacher, so um, I'm gonna do some sort of a yoga online thing for hormones as well, and a cookbook too. I just want to make it as convenient as possible for like women to like live this lifestyle. And definitely, when it comes to hate, I definitely experienced that a lot recently. People have like said I'm fat phobic. People have said like I'm capitalizing on women's suffering, 
And I think, like, I just, like, completely changed my mindset on it because I was, like, this is, like, $15 for my book for information that completely, like, changed my life. Like, you can find this information on the internet and you can test it to see what works for you and you could try over many years because these changes take a really long time to actually see the results. So you can find all this information, but, like, I worked really hard to, like, not only test this information on myself and go through all the changes that came with that, but I, like, compiled it all together in a book. And so when people just say, like, I'm capitalizing on women suffering or I don't know what I'm talking about, I never claim to be a doctor. I say 100% you should consult with your doctor before doing anything. Um, so it just, like, kind of – I really don't understand, like, the vitriol from those comments. But I try not to look at the comments, and that's another bad habit I'm trying to break. I don't want to look at the comments because – before, when I wasn't looking at the comments, um, I felt a lot better. But the thing is, some people are really nice and some people do reach out and, like, want to support. So I'm trying to, like, find that balance right now of, like, answering people but then also, like, protecting my mental health. Because it, like, definitely got me down and I was kind of in a rut and I was like, am I even doing the right thing? But if you have, like, a passion for helping people, like, I would just say, like, keep going a lot of people watch my TikTok at first so don't get discouraged like it took me like a really long time to even build up to 10,000 followers so like just don't get discouraged like I think that's really important too um and just find and don't be afraid because I was really afraid that people I knew were gonna see my TikToks like from high school and stuff because it like connects to your contacts but then I thought like who cares like I'm doing something I'm passionate about like I could go back to doing my nine to five and being super not passionate about it and do that sort of thing but it's like would I rather be happy doing what I love oh sorry I'm kind of all over the place but this is the other thing like people are like if I had this information I would charge it for free or they think I'm gatekeeping and it's like this is my full-time job now like I'm trying to make ends meet so I have to charge something for it like and I do post, like, free tips and stuff like that on my Instagram and TikTok. Um, but the book is just a guide where everything is, like, all in one place. Um, so that's just kind of my whole journey. But definitely, if you're thinking about starting a business, TikTok is, like, such a great platform. Like, I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, I mean, I've seen so many people have success with TikTok so far. So I'm, like, trying to do the same thing now. I'm, like, trying to post more often, like... I obviously have had some like TikTok success with like my other account for marketing stuff, but it's it's definitely one of those platforms that's just really cool and video content obviously is just the way to go right now. But I digress from that. Um, I wanted to go back to what you said about like, you know, people you went to high school with seeing your stuff like and just not caring about that because I have definitely been in that boat and I feel like I know a lot of people who hold themselves back from like the things they're passionate about because they're afraid of like what other people might say and I think just I hope like you and I can be a testament to those people who are kind of fearful of like putting themselves out there on like you know social media TikTok wherever they want to put their content um, because once you get past like a certain point with it and you just say like screw it I don't care anymore like I'm gonna just follow like what I'm passionate about and you know like with this podcast sometimes I think in my head I'm like oh my gosh like who's gonna listen to this (laughs) I don't know but like it doesn't really matter to me anymore because I'm like okay I am 
I am like following like what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Like I know yeah. I'm supposed to like be here right now talking to you and um, like so happy we connected. Like just the way everything has worked, like been connecting with so many amazing people and like just I feel like I don't know about you but I feel like when you get to like a certain point like the stars kind of start aligning with these different kind of things and Um, it's like high school things just are in the past like they don't matter anymore (laughs) yeah I think like because in high school like everyone was kind of like judging each other so you kind of still think that and if something that just came up in my mind was like okay well if you're so successful then people are going to be like knocking down your door and saying like oh my god you're so amazing like and stuff like that but um maybe right now like they aren't saying that but like then like honestly you just have to like disassociate and think like who cares because I obviously post like very personal stuff like things and I was so scared to post like when I post my first like TikTok about like periods or whatever um I was like super scared to post I'm like who's gonna see this they're gonna think I'm so weird but it's like I'm doing what I'm passionate about and I'm helping other people so whether I have like 10,000 followers or a million followers it just doesn't really matter because I'm reaching the people that I want to reach and I think you just have to think if I help one person is that worth like 10 people like talking about me like yeah it is to me so yeah that's how I think about it yeah your story is important and it's resonating with so many people you know my story I know it's important and I know I need to like still get to the point where I'm telling the full thing I know like the people who are listening to this right now, like they all have stories to tell, you know, in whatever area they want to tell it. You know, maybe someone's just passionate about like marketing and yep. they want to help people market their businesses. Like anything that someone is passionate about, there is something worthwhile there to like share with the world. So yeah. I love that. Like I just love that you have gone for it too with the business and you kind of like fell into it but it's definitely like I totally know like that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah no I feel like I'm on the right path it's definitely like hard sometimes because I mean sometimes you like have like writer's block and you're like I don't really have any inspiration right now or like the thing with TikTok you have to remember too is like sometimes they'll just like randomly give me like so many views and stuff like that and other times like I'll post some I'll post a lot of things and like I won't get any views like it's just kind of like with their algorithm and stuff so you have to take that into consideration like as well just like keep I think that's the thing is just you you have to keep going you can't just post like and Instagram is kind of a little bit harder for me I really haven't seen the same success on Instagram but um yeah I would just say like for other reasons I heard like Instagram algorithm isn't as good but yeah I would just say keep going yes amazing message good takeaway there um I want to get now into dating because I know you're excited about this we have like talk about yeah we have like geeked out about this like spent like over an hour on the phone the last time we talked um just like really like talking about dating I have listened to many podcasts on dating Um, even though I'm in a relationship right now, I still love to, like, listen to, like, dating podcasts. Like, it's just so interesting to me, the whole, like, sphere of dating. When I really started dating was, like, in high school. I had a high school boyfriend into my freshman year of college, and my biggest advice would be don't do that. Do not go into college with a boyfriend. 
Um, that's my biggest advice. I, I second that, that advice. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just, like, so young, and you literally changed so much from high school to college. And maybe you'll end back up together. Who knows? But I think you just become, like, way too different of a person. You both do, and you just go your separate ways. Um, so that's, like, my biggest advice for high school to college dating. People like need to think about dating in terms of friendship too. Like mm-hmm. that's like going in saying, I need to be friends with this person who has this job, came from this sort of background. But like no one says that. Like you're just friends with like people that you meet. You have a diverse group of friends and that's what's important. So I think like too many people like have these like long lists of who they want. And I think it's important to have like a few like important things, which I learned after I took my dating detox, I learned that like online dating wasn't for me and I needed to be with someone older. And I think we talked about this too. Like think about the things that aren't working for you and like think of the opposite um, thing that you need to do. So online dating didn't work for me. I needed to meet someone in person and, um, dating people my age weren't working for me so I needed to date someone older but I had to take a dating detox after I went on like countless bumble and tinder dates I needed to just kind of find who I was and I think that's really important too I took like I'm trying to think I took I think two or three years off of dating so like completely didn't go on any dates um didn't do anything like that And I think that was really important because for the first time ever, I was truly like on my own trying to figure out what made me happy. And a lot of good things came from that. Like being vegan um, was really important for me. And also um, my yoga, I did yoga teacher training. So I think when you're really truly alone, and I feel like you know this too, like you get to know like yourself and know what you really want to do and it just gives you more of a freedom to like go out and like do the things that you're kind of scared to do because when you're in a relationship um you just feel kind of comfortable and like you don't go outside your comfort zone as much but I feel like you can relate to this like when you're single like you do like all the things that like you're missing out on in your relationship yes amen to that and I feel like when you realize that too you can better approach a relationship and like now that you're in a relationship I think you can say like you've learned from probably those past relationships and your dating detox and learn like okay like I still need to like be able to make myself happy too like I still need to like date myself in a way yeah no I think that is super important because 100% so like for example like I've been thinking about like taking like a pottery class because I think that's a really good way to date yourself is to like especially like the yoga thing like that was like a really big point in like dating myself so I think like continuing that's just like doing a class or something in general like is an excellent way to date yourself like that's like the number one advice I would give and also like you know how people say like you'll meet someone when you're when you're not even like expecting it yes okay so I think that is true but um I think that you when you're least expecting it but I think a lot of people think that just means like I don't know I don't know wait I want to hear your take actually on what you think about that no yeah I and I agree with it in a sense but I think we're on the same wavelength where it's like people think that means you can just sit around and like twiddle your thumbs and just be like okay well you know I'm just gonna 
<laughs> kind of like mess around or like do whatever during this time and then like prince charming is just gonna show up eventually when i'm like not expecting it but yeah i just don't think that's true like i have had a lot of like unexpected relationships where it's like literally like the minute i stopped caring as much as i did before yeah, right. like someone would come into my life but i don't think i ever like at those points i wasn't like fully healed i wasn't even close to fully healed and i will never be like fully healed necessarily but i didn't realize that i even had to start the healing process back then so it's like once i got out of my last relationship i really realized like wow like i have a pattern of like dating and when those people were coming in my life then that's when i was like oh someone just like randomly unexpectedly came out of nowhere but I had to realize like there was a pattern I had to break and until like my last relationship I didn't know that so I feel like now like I can relate back to that a little bit like I know like when I least expect it someone's probably going to show up and but hopefully like this time I am in the right mindset to actually go into a relationship and I by no means feel ready right now like yeah. But I know that consciously. I think if you would have asked me like a few years ago and I was single right now, then I would have said, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I would have yeah. been like way too eager about it. But so yeah. I think there's like some truth in that statement. It's yeah. it's interesting how it shows up in other people's lives. And I, I feel like I've seen like a lot of TikToks on that where it's like, I, I don't know. I think there's like a trend going around right now where it's like, what if I never swiped on this person on Hinge or what if I never responded to this text message and then they like show this like love story of them like I know falling in love and (laughs) I don't know about that mindset because I think that just makes you like harp on things like what if like what if I were to do this like because I used to have that mindset when I was on the dating apps like what if I texted this what if I what could I have done differently to like make myself like more appealing to the other person because I think we talked about that too where just that obsession of like what should I say to this person and I would get into the mindset of like oh my god like this person doesn't like me what what's wrong with me and stuff like that and so I just think if you're in like an obsessive mindset like that's a key indicator like you should not be dating right now a hundred percent yeah and you know what um So before this episode is published, I'm going to publish, and I took your advice on this, Rachel suggested I do um, an episode on red flags in ourselves, not red flags in other people. And I did record it, Rachel, so it's coming out. But um, I'm really excited for that. That's literally one of them. It's like um, what we're just talking about, (laughs) my ADHD. Yeah, when you're like when your obsession like takes over yeah but obsession but also like being easy on yourself like for example like I'm an overthinker and that's just something I've inherently accepted about myself and I try not to overthink and there's actually like a lot I've done in terms of like not overthinking Mm -hmm. and how I've overcome that but I'm still like regardless like I'm always going to be like an overthinker and I think like because I had taken taken such a long break from dating when I I met my boyfriend and when we were first talking I would overthink like 
every single thing. Like, is he saying this? Is he saying that? So, like, just also, like, being giving yourself grace and being, like, it's normal to, like, think about, like, we're not, like, creatures of, like, we don't need any validation. Like, obviously, get your validation from yourself, but um, we need other people to survive. That's why we have communities, and that's been, like, ingrained in us from, like, the beginning of evolution. Like, people need to like you in order, like, back in the day to survive. Like, you needed to be liked. So know that that's, like, a normal part, and just accept it. it but don't, like, indulge into it too much. I think, like, everything within moderation. So if you're, like, constantly obsessing, constantly after asking your friends um, about things then that should be like probably a red flag but um going back to the whole like expectations thing um and the whole like I had this like really long list like in college of who I wanted to be with and that list like definitely shortened when I went on my dating detox and maybe other people will think about that too like it became a lot less superficial like and I actually kind of like I don't want to say like manifested it but I just knew, like, in my heart that it felt right that I was with someone who didn't drink because I don't drink. I was with someone who ate a plant-based lifestyle, and my boyfriend is vegan. Um, And I met someone in person, and they were older. And I had, like, those core beliefs, and that's the kind of person that came into my life. I didn't think about it too much. I didn't do any ceremonies. Like, I didn't try and use, like, I love crystals and stuff, but I didn't try and use, like, any crystals to, like, bring this person into my life that's just, like that's just what I want and that's what I'm going to get so that's just what came to me and I think that that's important too like have those things in your mind whether it's like business friendship and then just like let it go like don't try and like repeat it every single day like just be like those are the thoughts I want like tell other people like this is what I'm looking for and then just like letting go of your expectations but like still like making a list of things that are like non-negotiables for you is important and you have to really think like what is not negotiable like is a non-negotiable someone who I don't know like what are your non-negotiables um I think a big non-negotiable now is like being with someone who has like a healthy lifestyle whatever that means to them like someone who you know cares about their health in some way whether that's with working out you know eating well I think is a big one for me like just being mindful even like knowing you don't have to be perfect all the time but like knowing when you've kind of messed up maybe (laughs) and like being able to I think yeah being mindful is just like a huge thing especially in a relationship where you have to communicate with someone else right like yeah. I mean, miscommunication and not, like, not having trust and not having communication in a relationship, biggest things that don't work when it comes to relationships. I mean, that goes with friendships, too. Yeah, just, yeah, 100%, like, the whole communication. And also a big, big thing, whether it's friendships, and this is the biggest thing I've been working on is boundaries. And, like, I've been talking about this with my therapist, like, <coughs> how do I be assertive, but also, like, I don't want to be a creating a boundary. Right. Yeah. It Boundaries are tough. I feel like boundaries are such a hard thing to learn, but once you do, like, it's, it's easier to incorporate them in your life. Yeah, and another really unpopular opinion I have, and this seems to be making its rounds in the whole, like, dating podcast world right now, is, like, First of all, the one where it's like, 
if I don't see a connection, I don't want to waste my time. The biggest thing is I don't want to waste my time if I don't see a connection with you on the first date. And this goes with friendships too and everything in your life. Like if I don't see a connection, if it's not sparked or if it's not like, or if you do this thing to me, like people are going to mess up. Like we're inherently like flawed human beings and there's going to be problems. And also like there's going to be like doubts at times too. Like there's going to be when goes through like hard times and stuff like that realizing that not every relationship is perfect and for example like me and my boyfriend like we were like friends for a long time before we ever um started dating and like I'm a very outgoing extroverted person and he's a very quiet introverted person and I could have written it off after the first day and be like we're two different of people like blah 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 but you know what like I stuck with it and I saw that he was like a nice and like caring person and I was like no like I actually should see this through um so I think just like writing people off is like not a good idea either I think it takes time to get to know someone some people like hit like we hit it off like right away and we like talked for hours but like that's not always the case um yeah people I completely agree I actually have several really good friends right now who I feel like it's it took me like either months or years to really get to know like who they are. And I that was such a powerful lesson for me because as someone who is like doing a dating detox right now, mm-hmm. I I feel like I can look at like like the guys in my life, like, you know, people maybe that I could potentially like date at some point if I was ready for that. Like, but just seeing every guy I know as, like, just a friend. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I was, like, attracted to them. Like, just putting them all in, like, a friend area. And then, you know, if something were to come out of that and, like, you know, just so I don't write anybody off at first. Because if I can just put everybody in a friend mindset, then I can be my true, genuine, open self with all of those people. And I don't need to you know, push any of them, like, away necessarily. I can just say, okay, these are my friends, and, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know who else is going to enter that, like, friend box. But what I do know is that I can have the mindset of being focused on me so that I can pick the best things for myself. And that goes for relationships, friendships, you know, situations that aren't toxic for me yeah I think that's a that's something I a big thing that I really grappled with like in the last year is toxic situations like around me um and also you have to think about like and this goes for relationships friendships like whatever even if you have like history with someone you just might be on two completely different pages and history isn't an excuse to like still have that person in your life you know what I mean so whether that's like anything that's like not working you or not serving you and personally when I left things that were toxic so like my job for example when I left that like I literally not even intentionally like lost like five pounds because I literally felt lighter um, and my mind felt lighter and everything like that. So I think like toxic situations, like ri- that's a very low vi- vibration like activity. And once you like cut that out, like you'll just be a lot better. Nothing is ever perfect, but like 
I think that's important too, especially during the dating detox, is just cutting things off. Because when I was in my dating detox, actually, that's when I stopped drinking. Um, and that was like a huge, like, beneficial factor in my life. So I think that that's another good thing the dating detox is for. Like, it really, like, you're dating yourself and you have to think about, like, is the person that I want to date, which is myself, would they be doing this? The ideal person. I think that's like a really good like mindset to have. Like, if I'm dating myself, would I want that person to drink? I um, mean, for me, like, I don't care if like I have friends that drink, like, whatever. But, like, personally, I cannot date someone that drinks. Like, be with day in day out. Um, so I think you have to think about it that way. And like, I think that's like super helpful. Like, if you're dating yourself, like, ask would I want to date someone who does this? That is so important. Yeah. So I'm going to wrap it up here, I think. Um, First of all, I want you to like plug whatever you want to plug. So your TikTok, your Instagram, the bar, any secrets about the bar you can share with us. (laughs) The bar is hopefully coming out soon. It's been like almost two years in the making. Um, and it's just been a really long journey and process. So that will be coming out soon on Bowie Bar. And that's B-O-I-E-B-A-R.com. And then the TikTok is – TikTok, Instagram, everything is Bowie Bar, B-O-I-E-B-A-R. Um, and what we have coming up, I'm going to start teaching yoga online for your hormones. And then I'm also going to come out with a cookbook um, for your hormones. That's in the works right now. And that's, like, what we have on the um, horizon as of now. Amazing. And I'm going to link all of this in the show notes so people can easily just go and click those. Um, Make sure you guys go follow Rachel, Bowie Bar. Um, And then I'm going to ask every single guest this. So, Rachel, what's the nicest thing you've ever done for yourself? Okay, so definitely going – okay, so I have two. Going vegan and also – investing in yoga teacher training and the going vegan is kind of what spurred the yoga teacher training and everything else in my life because I felt as though when I went vegan I was like first of all not participating in like any like animal whatever any of that stuff so then like I just felt like my definitely influenced my mindset like I just felt like a lot lighter and a lot better um and that just, like, really guided, like, honestly, everything I do, like, in life. It really helped me with the whole, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it once you just go vegan, like, obviously some people can't go for medical reasons. And I'm not, like, a hater. Like, I don't want to, like, force anyone into being vegan. Like, that's not what I'm about. Um, but that was definitely the biggest thing that helped me. A hundred percent. And maybe that. also the other good thing I did for myself was not drinking as well amazing well thank you so much Rachel for taking the time and coming on the podcast I'm literally so excited for everyone to hear this I'm excited for this to come out woohoo guys I am fired up after that interview with Rachel and I hope you are too I can't wait to do more interviews with some guests on this podcast so let me know who you want to hear from Like I said earlier, you can find all of Rachel's links and Bowie Bar in the show notes, and you can also find my links, um, my personal page, and my hot and unbothered page. That's at hot underscore unbothered on Instagram and TikTok. And guys, if you're liking the podcast so far, please share it to your stories. You can share directly via Spotify. 
that is always so helpful when you guys are sharing that means more people are listening and that just totally supports the podcast effort make sure you're also putting those reminders on i do release a new podcast every single week so until then i will see you over on social media and i'll catch you in the next episode